Hey, look. What's up, bro? Uh, do you know what? I don't have a joke this week. Uh, I do have a little, like, short pre-recording. Uh, uh, well, we are recording, but I have a little uh, story to, to tell you. Okay. So, yesterday I was uh, at the post office, and I was uh, checking a, a post, uh, like, a package I got in the mail. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? It was from a fan. Of the show. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I got a mouse from a, a, a fan of the fo- uh, show that did not send who it was. Really? Uh, didn't uh, like have any marking from it. It was sent overboard. I know that it was not sent in Norway, but it right. had uh, a little uh, like uh, post-it on it saying. Uh, another digital citizen. So I will command this person that have found me in Norway and think it's a little creepy. Oh, right. Yeah. If you didn't put your <laughs> address out there, how did they get the thing yep. to you? Yeah, that's a little weird. Yep. Someone so if you're listening to this, I guess te- email us or. Thanks for the mouse something. and please tell me that you're not crazy. In other news, we are going to talk news of the week. We are talking about uh, the trippy cartoon, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. We are hoping that we are going to play Stump Fro Round 2. We are talking about Alice Through the Wood Looking Glass and The Path, Episode 10. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Gentlemen, welcome to a hot uh, edition of another digital citizen. Not hot because it's hot out of the press, because it's hot outside in Norway. It's summer. Let's say hello to Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, bro. How was Hi, the wedding buddy. you were at yesterday? I was not at a wedding yesterday. What? I was chopping firewood yesterday, so I think you must mix me up some other co-host. Oh, the other co-host. Hello, Tilly. Uh, crickets, crickets. <laughs> I, 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 I just love 
when people uh, forget that we're doing the podcast uh, one day later. Because I think sh- she either forgot or sh- she's asleep. It's uh, I would I would bet on sleep. <laughs> you, you will bet on sleep? Yeah, because okay. the, that's the running thing. So we'll see. Maybe we can get her to wake up at some point. We'll see what happens. But yeah, I wouldn't bet see. on. I wouldn't bet on that. Oh, I would not bet on that. I will bet on uh, a lot of things, but not that. Uh, did you watch Raw this week? Uh yeah, I did. Uh, do you think it was good? It was. Yeah, I mean, uh, all in all, WWE is getting better. It um, is getting better. Yeah. Are you excited? A lot of good stuff happening, and uh, when they, I mean, there has been, there hasn't been many years uh, recently where after WrestleMania we got a full reset, no. and we really got a super reset happening going on right now, so yeah. exciting stuff. Uh, are you looking forward to the brand split? Oh, right. I guess um, last week we, we had talked about it, but we said there wasn't going to be two titles. Now there's rumors there might be two titles, I guess. So yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, I'm not sure how I, I feel about there being three days in a row of wrestling sometimes. When you think about it, if we have a three-hour pay-per-view plus the pre-show, four hours, three hours of Raw, I'm not going to count the pre-show there, uh, and then two hours of SmackDown, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, that's nine hours of wrestling in three days. I know. That's like asking to burn people out. But, and and um, if you watch NXT on Wednesdays, that's that's even worse. Right, yeah, and then there's NXT on Wednesday. So 10 hours in four days, I guess, yeah. if you want to say that much. I was just counting the stuff that was on actual oh, television. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the thing about it is uh, they it seems like they should move something to Thursday or Friday to kind of split stuff up. But I guess scheduling-wise, this just works better for them. So. And there was a big rumor that uh, NXT was changing as well. Uh, because uh, Triple H uh, tweeted out, this is the end. Uh, I did not see that, but I heard about that. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and everyone's like, oh, is it the end of NXT? No, it's just the end of the feud uh, between uh, Samoa Joe and uh, Dragon Guy. I suddenly oh, okay, right. Name. Yeah. Oh, what is his name? Finn, Finn Balor. <laughs> Dragon Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dragon Guy. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I mean, though? I understood what you mean. Yeah. Man, yes. Yeah. I was uh, still like. It. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But uh, it's it, it's interesting. I I never been this uh, excited for uh, wrestling in quite a while, and I think uh, like my my hate for wrestling before uh, before uh, WrestleMania has been documented. Uh, <laughs> I I hated everything they did before WrestleMania, but but after WrestleMania, it's almost like they they said, well, fuck the storylines we gave you on WrestleMania, let's create something new. And I like that when I understand that they can't continue with the old and and to be honest, shit. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like they could have done it sooner. I don't know why they had to. W- we have to wait till WrestleMania to do any of this stuff. It was uh-huh. like, 
Uh, I, I mean, I guess understand the mentality, but at the same time, it's like you. How many viewers did you lose in in those months between where all this terrible TV was happening? So yeah, uh, and uh, and now there's a lot of a- a- NHL. It's a lot of uh, uh, American football on TV. That's on Mondays. Uh, there's a lot of like sports things that coming and 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 try to, and I I'm not uh, going to say real sports because that's unfair, but but there's a lot of other sports uh, uh, companies that are fighting for the same time slot, and I think maybe WWE is thinking oh well at least we we are trying to give something. On Tuesday, that can be ex- as exciting as what we give on Monday. Right. I get. I mean, it makes sense. I just. I don't know how long it's going to last. No, no. I honestly don't. Oh, no. I mean, live TV costs a lot of money. So, if the return isn't there in a few months, it will go away. So. Uh, and not to to like get this into what we are actually going to talk about, but there, it isn't it strange that WWE has. Uh, Trump in the Hall of Fame. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to mention it uh, anytime soon. Maybe if he becomes president, they'd mention it. But afterwards, even then, they would probably just kind of leave it out. I don't Would think they're going to delete him from the thing or anything, but... Has there any anybody been deleted? Uh, they deleted Hogan there for a minute. I don't know if they put him back or not. Remember? Oh. Yeah, they took him off of the uh, the page after the whole racism thing, mostly because of PR. I don't know if they've re-added him or not. I haven't checked. So. But I was so excited for for uh, talking about Trump. I was so excited to see him going against Bernie Sanders. I guess that's going true, right? 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 <laughs> no, no. This was, I mean, that, that was like last week. Last week news, obviously. Yeah. But uh, it was funny to watch it happen because yeah. it started on what was the. Late night show, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. Um, or something late, some late night show. Yeah, something like and that. And Trump, being Trump, he doesn't like. It's like he doesn't listen to his own words when he talks. He just responds. Yeah. You know what I mean? We are going to do this if we get money for it, and we're going to do this if a company is going to pay us millions, and we are going to. Do- well, that was kind of the backing out of it, really. Oh. He like he said. Uh, there was a question posed, would you debate Bernie Sanders in California? And he said, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Let's do it. And uh, Bernie Sanders replied on Twitter, Twitter or his campaign did saying, all right, yeah, it's on. Let's do it. And then Trump the next day came out in a press conference and said, well, we'd have to get like $10 million but it's, uh, but or $15 thing, million dollars to do it. But the thing that they got the money to promote it. Isn't that funny? And even when they got the money from Bob Urum, who the fuck is Bob I think it's Urum, yeah. He's okay. a boxing promoter. If you looked at the uh, the news article I sent you, it's actually from a boxing news site. Uh, oh. Because this wasn't covered in any of like the major news uh, sources. that I couldn't find it anywhere else but, except for like bo- boxing news. But this guy is a boxing promoter. But he so. offered $20 million. So... Trump would. to promote the to, to, to promote the debate and he wanted to yeah. put it on pay-per-view uh, so like a boxing, boxing event 
Yeah, so no, it's, it's not yeah. right. So Trump, the next, the day after that, Trump was like, Trump campaign came out and said, you know, that would just kind of be mean to Hillary. <laughs> wait, wait, what? That's exactly that what That wouldn't be said. fair to Hillary if I debated <laughs> with Sanders. Uh, that's so, that's so fucking crazy. Because uh, Trump is so known for being fair to people. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I mean, really. It's it it's kind of sad because I I I was so looking forward to it. It would like I mean obviously even this boxing promoter knew this was would have been big money to oh, yeah. like tons of people would have wanted to see this. So. Oh yeah, I I would pay for it, and I don't pay for shit. Right, I, I it would have been amazing. Uh, the one thing I would be scared of, they were saying it was going to be in some kind of massive uh, arena, probably like a football stadium or something like that, because the amount of people that would show up for this kind of thing, the Sanders people and the Trump people, which they get, you know, tens of thousands of people coming out to both of their rallies. But then you have this stadium filled with half Sanders supporters, half Trump supporters. That could be bad news <laughs> if that did end up happening when you think about it. So he has now got uh, the uh, Republican nomination in his jacket. Right. You remember when we were talking about, I believe it was North Dakota, and how they don't actually, uh, they only have uh, delegates. They don't actually do a vote, and the delegates are nominated in, and they decide themselves. Mm -hmm. Those are the delegates that put Donald Trump over the 1237 to get the nomination uh, this week. So, congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, we already knew it was going to happen. Everybody else had already backed off of him. This has, at this point, brought up a few other candidates, um, side candidates kind of uh, trying to pull away votes from the Republican Party uh, voters who aren't with Trump. Uh, the Green the guy... Party. <laughs> the Green Oh, actually, Green Party is Jill Stein. And actually, if uh, if Hillary gets the nomination, I will probably vote for Jill Stein, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but we had a, a, a guy in the Libertarian Party uh, oh, yeah. and his running mate. They came in this week, so. Yeah. I like the Libertarian Party, actually. I don't, because I'm reading that book right now, and it's all about how Koch brothers uh, <laughs> basically invented the Libertarian yeah, Party. I so, know. And they're all... they're. Those the Koch brothers are super behind this libertarian candidate. Isn't, so. isn't it funny that I when I t think of them I don't think Coca Cola but I think like snorting Coke. Well, it's not spelled. It, no, they're not. They don't own Coke. Like it's spelled K O C H. Oh, okay. So it's actually Coke. Kind Coke. of. You know, yeah. yeah, it's a probably. I I saw like in this book that I'm reading it talks about how. They made all their money from during the war uh, working with the Nazis. So mm. that's fun. Yep. Cool. Uh, but uh, what did Trump do that uh, made it him clinch? Oh, like I said, North Dakota, the, that's all it yeah, took. Okay, like, that, we didn't was... have any actual uh, thing. It, nothing went through this week. Those uh, delegates just decided – that they were going to go with Trump, and he was pretty close already, and that put him over the top. So uh, Maybe Taylor can tell us about uh, the legal high. No? No. Uh, no. Actually, 
we'll do that one in a second. I got some news last night that I didn't put on a sheet, but I'll tell okay. you it right now real quick. Okay, okay. Uh, Man in the Tree update. Ooh. Yep. Um, he was in he he was in jail for uh with a fifteen fifty thousand dollar bail. What? For climbing the tree for malicious malicious mischief and third degree assault from when he threw an apple at somebody. (laughs) Is that it? Okay. So, uh, but he finally um, got to trial. So that's good. That's not. uh, And they said that he was uh, not competent to 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 go to trial. (laughs) So what a surprise. He was sent to a uh, state med- me- mental hospital uh, for a 45-day evaluation uh, to come back for a competency hearing, is what it says. So, competency hearing. Cool. At least he's getting help now, and he's actually been sent to a psychiatric hospital. Um, I believe he's been in jail this whole time. I did not find anything that said anything against that. I never found a- anything that said that anybody paid his bail. So... Um, it's been a long time, and at least finally he's getting help. So. Yeah. I hope I hope psychiatric healthcare is as good in the USA uh, as it's, it's not. in in, in <laughs> Norway. Yeah, it's that, definitely not, especially in the uh, criminal uh, side of it. So uh, it's right. different when you know mental health care for people who are not uh, in the criminal system. So. So what happened in the UK, uh, Look, Right, I guess we'll go through this real quick, because uh, I don't know a whole lot about how the laws were there uh, I, before I have this. No but, clue. Uh, I guess I knew about Spice before, mostly because of WWE, if you yeah. remember them making it illegal. There was a lot of guys in wrestling who were getting this stuff called Spice, which yeah. is like basically synthetic. THC mm-hmm. that you could sell legally in the UK, and I guess that and a few other things like it uh, this week were made illegal there. So, but uh, do you know what we use our time for? <laughs> I I I actually watched like 20 minutes of this uh, uh, just because I could. Uh, I I would watch parts of it. It seems it could be interesting. I mean, in the some, background, some of it is in Norwegian, so. Right, I would watch it if it was English. Right. I, uh, did they do any of it in English? I did, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Mainly. Oh, okay. The, the, the main part is in English, but uh, the last app they go through. Oh, there. Okay, there's this uh, thing in Norway uh, called. Um, oh, why did I suddenly forget what, uh, their name? What, the name of the group? Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. It's some uh, kind of act- activacy group for... Um... Uh, okay, they they streamed two days of apps, terms, and conditions. They read out loud their terms and conditions. Of places like Twitter, uh, Yelp, Tout, Facebook. Uh, you know, Facebook, all the apps and conditions thing thing you click uh, okay to and never read. Yes. <laughs> the thing you never read, right? And uh, it's for Brukerrådet, of course. Thank you for Brukerrådet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
you know that. Of course I remember that. Why yeah. wouldn't I remember that? Yeah, because you're Norwegian. I guess Angry Birds was one of the apps yeah. that they read off. Yeah, it, it was the first app. Yeah. So, oh, did they go in alphabetical order? Or? Um, yeah, I think so, because the last one was YouTube. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they used two days of doing this because they could. <laughs> so I guess that's something. I guess it's kind of like uh, you you guys have like some kind of sl- slow TV trend yes. over there. Like what yes. was it called? Google Box, where you just watch people watch TV or uh, whatever. That's it not is. us. We are not Google Box. We're that's oh. U- that's the UK. But uh, we we have. Um, for example, we have Hurtiruta Minute for Minute. That's uh, uh, a ship that's coming, uh, going from the south of Norway to the north of Ni- uh, Norway, minute for minute. And they use like 40 What, minutes. is this a camera on the front of the ship? Yeah, yeah, and things are okay. uh, and in the ship as well. It was the most viewed thing in Norway for 14 days. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. Um, I have to cough. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that was the thing. Like, Norway Norway is uh, extremely good on uh, slow TV. That's why we are so good in curling, I think. Yeah, I can't really think of anything in America that I can or compare this kind of, movie, this kind of TV show to, yeah. really. Uh, maybe like the late night Big Brother stuff on whatever <laughs> channel they play that stuff on. It's like Big Brother After Dark. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But the, even that's more exciting than reading Google apps or whatever. So, so since uh, Tilly isn't here, uh, you win by she's not being here. <laughs> oh, right. We were going to do Stump Fro, but we don't have Tilly. Yeah. And she hasn't responded. Yep. So we assume she's asleep, so we'll just wait for next week. You That's win. I, I, I'm not going to take the win like that. That's Are you cheap, really cheap that? win. Oh, oh. No, we'll just wait. I'll wait. Ooh. She, she, she's, he's challenging you, Tilly. Don't you hear that? Ooh. Ooh. Luke is pushing. Have you watched anything on TV this week? Oh, yeah, I did. Um... I got around to watching. I guess it was two weeks ago, but I got around this week to watching the the 100 uh, season finale, which I thought was good. I don't know shit, if you watched that. Good. Yeah, so good. Um, this season went in like a crazy di- like Matrix direction. This yeah. is like what ma- the third Matrix movie should have been, <laughs> kind I, of. I totally agree. It's it's one of the best seasons of this show. I think this show gets better and better. It like, really does. Yeah, because season one is terrific. Season two is even better, and I think the season three is is the best so far. But even over the course of season one, like the beginning, you're kind of like, okay, this is like some teeny bopper CW show, and oh. then by the end of it, you're like, this show is awesome. Yeah. And then the second season happens. And it just expands on that whole concept, and yeah, it's a good show. Um, I started watching Malcolm in the Middle on Netflix. I like that. All of them are on there. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it in forever, and I'm starting to realize that I I never had uh, Fox when I was a kid. Right. Until uh, much later in life. So I never watched this when it was originally on. But I've realized that I've pretty much seen every episode maybe at friends' houses when I was younger. Because, like, every episode I've seen. So, But it was replayed. Uh, yeah, Ma- Ma- Malcolm in the Middle is one of those shows that I think is underrated. To be honest. Uh, it's, it's really, really good when you look back on it. Oh, yeah. Um, and especially, I mean, <laughs> there's scenes in it where the you can't help but see Brian Cranston and go, well, that's Breaking Bad right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes. There are some Breaking Bad moments in that show. But uh, yeah. it, it's hilarious. It's funny. Like, every, like one of my favorite episodes of, of that show is when uh, they go um, uh, in an alternative timeline and see what happens if they got girls instead of boys. Have you seen that? I must not have gotten to that one. I saw an alternative timeline story in this one yeah. already. So they do that kind of thing a couple times. But and I, I love when they like play with things like that. Yeah, they do one where they go bowling. Yes. And one half of the uh, timeline is them going bowling with their dad, and one half is yes, them going bowling with, with their mom. Their mother. Yeah, I yeah. love that uh, episode. Right, and it, they play with time really fun, especially for just like kind of a fun little family show. So. Um, I watched uh, American Got Talent because that started this week. Uh, I also watched. Did anybody have talent in America? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I also s- uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was Roots, the new Roots TV show. Have you watched the old one? Uh, I probably saw it at some point when I was younger. It's but I don't remember. Really hard to watch. Right, and it's long. It's like eight hours long, right, or something like that. The the old show. The old one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a mini series, so yes. and this one is as well. But yeah. And there's a lot of controversy about it right now here. I really enjoy it. Did I... you know that O.J. Simpson was in the original Roots? Yes, I know. I did not know that until recently. Uh, I'm so excited by his new documentary by the way That's oh right you posted that I saw yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also watched the first season of Scream the TV show have you heard about this I remember it coming out that's like a couple years old or maybe a year old right yeah a year old um, okay. yeah. I'm I, I watching it because they are making season 2 and I have kind of a thing that I have to watch season 1 it's not extremely bad, to be honest. I thought really? it was okay. going to be worse than it is. Do they take the story seriously? Like, this is a, I'd have a hard time disconnecting it from Scary Movie at this point. <laughs> Scream and Scary Movie? Yeah. Right. There, yeah. There's there's difference. Like, I, I think they follow the, the first movie and the best movie of mm, the right. I think they followed that better in the TV show. It's 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 almost like it's made to be a TV show, if you understand what I mean. But but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I cool. I've been watching a lot of those things, and I've uh, yeah, I wanted to to ask about that because I I I think you I think I think maybe 
you will like it. I'm not guaranteed that you will like it, but I, I it's kind of aware of itself, and I like that. Okay, I guess I'll just have to watch it, but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's what I watched on uh, TV this week. Did uh, you get around to watching 30 Rock at all? I saw you posted yeah. that on our Facebook page. Yeah. If anybody I... wants to go to our Facebook page, another digital citizen. <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, yep. I'm in season one, uh, episode nine is the next one I'm going to see. Okay. Um, it, it reminded me because you said it becomes self-aware of itself, kind of, uh, or becomes self-aware. That that should, Thirty Rock towards the end it becomes extremely self-aware because it's kind of a parody, yeah. in a way, the show, and it kind of becomes a parody of itself at some point. Mm. So that's interesting. Yeah. Is it a good show? You think? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, like any show, it degrades in quality a bit, but the first. I would say three or four seasons are amazing. So, mm. and it's very original. So it has seven yeah. seasons. I've never liked any of the Baldwin's, and I like him in that show. So there you go. <laughs> That's saying something. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, what have we watched this week, Luke? Right, cartoon all stars to the rescue. Uh, I've watched this before this but um i wanted you and tilly to see it hopefully tilly saw it we'll see maybe next week she'll talk about it a little um i felt i was on drugs watching this this was a anti-drug psa that was created basically by um multiple individuals but it was financed by actually uh, mcdonald's and the ronald mcdonald children's charity fund they must have spent a ton of money on this when you think about it yeah uh i I, i'm not sure if i would be proud to call this mine to be honest uh well uh, okay well i'll tell you that this was created by a place called wang wang films production co limited which is a Taiwanese uh, animation studio. So that's where this was created. Okay. Um, but this was actually simulcast on all the major networks all at the same time uh, on April 21st, 1990. Really? Yeah. So the, basically all of uh, American media, they got a hold of this, and it was the first thing to be simulcast that was scripted uh on all these different networks uh, in America. So this was, you know, uh, being pushed heavily by not only obviously McDonald's and the television companies, but as you can tell from the beginning by the president himself. So all the way at the top. And we're going to link to this uh, at uh, the show notes, uh, like underneath where we post the show, aren't we? I will actually post it up right now as we're talking about it. Okay. Good. So people can can watch it, but uh, I'm going to try to recap this. I have written down notes for this. Believe it or not, I'm going to try to recap this. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. If, I thought I watched uh, it last night again, and I was like, I don't know how he's gonna <laughs> capture some of this stuff. But I'll help you out, bro. So don't even I, worry about I it. I have no clue. Uh, okay, 
we first begin, <laughs> like you say, with Barbara Bush and Jeb Bush. Not Jeb. Uh, no, not Jeb. Uh, I like how we can't remember his name, and there were two of them. They were sa- named the same exact thing. Uh, George Bush. George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> but this is George Bush Sr. and Barbara Bush, so during during his presidency. Yeah, Yeah, and they have a dog on uh, uh, their lap. And uh, I was interested to get the name of the dog, but we don't get that. Um, I, but... I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, you will look it up. Oh, it's definitely out there. Oh, uh, the Cocker Spaniel. And then, yeah, then we see kind of a peaceful house where, uh, like, this is Disney. This is so Disney. The the bear. Her dog's name is Millie. Oh, hi, Millie. Yep. Uh, yep, it looks like it. And you see the sleeping girl is sleeping with her Winnie Pooh and her Comet the Frog alarm clock. Then the door is opening. And you see hands stealing her piggy bank, Luke. Her piggy bank. And then we suddenly see the Smurf in the Smurf village. Cause that's the thing. just out of nowhere. Just we cut from this room <laughs> with this girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't like keep serious because it it really reminds me so much of all the bad things. <laughs> cooked into one thing. I can't believe how they did this. Yeah. And uh and Papa Smurf is like, is it is it morning already? And uh and he sees that uh someone has stolen the piggy bank. So he awakes uh all Remind the un- <laughs> they're in Smurf Village. Oh yeah. Inside of a comic book, I should mention that. Yeah. They like go but somehow they know from inside this comic book, inside Smurf Village, that the piggy bank's gone. Yep. And, and he wakes up uh, every of the Smurf. And uh, can you try to, to count how many different cartoons we get this in in this show? Uh, I I can name them all, them all out. Uh, we are up to three second. now. Because we had, uh, we had more than we, that because we had. No, we had Winnie the Pooh and we had Kermit the Frog. Now we have the Smurfs. Right, and this isn't regular Kermit. This is uh, baby, yeah, the yeah, yeah. baby uh, Muppets. And uh, yeah, okay. Peppa Smurf wakes up uh, Willard, and they go out of the page, of course, uh, into uh, Alf. Pl- uh, suddenly, has his picture uh, in a frame, and he gets out of the picture, and he almost steps. Onto Garfield. There are so many in this. You're not going to believe this, people. If you don't. I'm counting 21 right now. <laughs> different, different cartoon characters. There might be more. Uh, I guess it says here that uh, Smurfette, although seen on the poster and the cover of the VHS, does not actually appear in the special at all. No, I've yep. never seen Smurfette in this. That's funny, but Garfield is a cl- is a lamp, and when uh, Alf destroys the lamp, he gets to be normal Garfield. What is this? I, he rips like an electrical cord out of uh, out of Garfield's back, and Garfield can yeah. stand up. Ass, more. Or yeah, less. it's a little morbid. He, yeah, he, like, yeah. And it threatens uh, Garfield to eat him because that was the thing. Then we see Alvin and right, Chipmunk. Alf eats cats. Yeah. yeah. 
Then we see Alvin and the Chipmunks, and they are getting ready to save this uh, girl's uh, piggy bank. Right, and they're inside of a, a like a a record uh, case, like a record sleeve. But th- you go inside the record sleeve, and it's a giant like apartment. So. And then we see Winnie the Pooh, like, suddenly he, he comes from being a teddy bear to being a real bear, because that's the thing. And uh, the Smurfs is trying to get up in the bed to wake her up, so she can see that the piggy bank is gone. Because that's really important that this girl sees this at once. Why is this so important? <laughs> I don't know. They, the cartoons are really upset that somebody stole this little girl's piggy bank, though. It's it's not like she's she's not going to see it. <laughs> Eventually, she's going to wake up and notice. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's pretty obvious from in a second that they don't want her to see them either. So. Oh yeah. It's confusing. And and it's kind of yeah. It's interesting. We're going to talk about that a little later. But yeah. Uh, then uh, they turn on Kermit, that's uh, a clock, and he is uh, real for some reason. And you see one of the Smurfs have lost his glasses on her pillow, and yeah, they all hide when she wakes up. And she's like, why did I turn off the alarm on a Saturday? And I ask the same thing, but I don't ask fast, because the Slim... The slime ghost from Ghostbusters, the cartoon, comes by and Slimer, eats, right? Yeah, and eats one of her lamps, so he can light up. And why this girl don't see Slimer, I don't understand. But Slimer, <laughs> right? <laughs> Slimer, it makes no sense because she no can sense. see the light. She can see she the can light see the, coming out of his mouth. She can see the light, but she can't see him. <laughs> Why? Plus, she just ate her lamp, and she notices that her piggy bank's gone. But her lamp, she doesn't give a shit about, apparently. (laughs) Where does this light come from? Would be my first question. It's so (laughs) irritating. Oh. Yeah, and they are trying to be funny. Like, Garfield is the only one in this episode that's trying to make jokes. It's not... No, there's a few jokes. Like, Alf makes a few jokes. They're just not good jokes. <laughs> uh, there's... Yeah, well, okay. The only good jokes are by Garf- Garfield, then. I bet. But, uh, yeah. And, um... You see all the cartoons going around in the house uh, trying to see where uh, this girl's um, uh, piggy bank is. And, uh, apparently, uh, a boy, oh, no, it's her brother, has stolen the piggy bank and destroyed it. And it's... And he's really sneaky about it. Yeah. yeah. And it's all of $20 in it. <laughs> in change. In yeah. change, yeah. And, uh, you see this little girl, like, comes and c- catches her brother in... In the doing of trying to get the money out of the piggy bank. And I, I asked myself, wouldn't I be ang- more angry if my big brother, like, stole all of my money that I've saved? Like, even $20 were maybe a lot of money. When you're that age, yeah, $20 is 
is a lot of money. I would be so fucking mad. I would scream for my parents at once. Would you? Right, but, uh, I, yeah, it, especially at this age, you'd go tattle immediately. You'd be yeah. like, you stole my money, I'm going to tell my parents. Yeah. I would tattle at once. But, uh, yeah, we see a ball. But I think we see a little of that in the future. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. They don't really mention it, but maybe her dad is an alcoholic and she's afraid of him. <laughs> we'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> that's a good theory. There's something wrong with this dad, that's for sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and he has this box, this magic box with something inside it that the sister is not allowed to see. But he hides it underneath the bed where uh, Simon from... Uh, from uh, The chipmunk. Chip- uh, no, the... Uh, yeah, 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 the chipmunk. Alvin can see it. Alvin and the chipmunks and Alf are under the bed. So. And it, it contains matches... Something brown with... Right! What is the stuff in this box? <laughs> I have I have no clue, because there's something brown that looks like uh, there has this, um, uh, like, rubber band. Uh, I thought it looked like a coconut cut in half, like, put back to back. Yes! That, that, and there's, yeah. And there's something blue in it. What is this blue thing? It looks like a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> and... There's something similar to, like, smoke joints, but it doesn't really look... broken in half? There's, like, a broken in half joint in this box. It looks nothing like a joint. Maybe a blunt, because they're, they're like, brown. So it's, like, uh, tobacco papers, maybe. Maybe. And uh, and, uh, she makes it like, Hell, it's it's real awful! And I was like, oh my god, what is this? And and Alf goes. Something tells me we're not in cartoon territory anymore. Do you understand that? Because like they are in cartoon territory. <laughs> right, <laughs> and they even mention this later. They even mention how ridiculous it is later. But yeah. I'll point that out. But yeah, he says. We have he no- says <laughs> we're not in cartoon territory. But they're all cartoons. Who's the cartoon and who's not the cartoon in this in this little thirty minute thing? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and one of the chipmunks says, uh, what does he say about the stuff in this box? He says, somebody, it looks like somebody's ready to do a chemistry experiment. None of the things in this box look like <laughs> anything to do with chemistry, but all right. Uh, and uh, yeah, and you see the word sister like, are you feeling Okay. And you see the brother like, yeah, he's so stoned that he needs, or 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 whatever he is, he's so shady that he needs sunglasses indoors. <laughs> and then, this is where we learn that her brother's name is Michael. And uh, she's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And you hear the parents like saying, Michael, Michael. And uh, Alf says that uh, he has a ticket to nowhere's will, whatever that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you see all the cartoon characters deciding to follow him, because that's a good thing. When I say because they gotta go to his rescue, because that's the name of the thing, cartoon yeah. all sorts of rescue. So that's what they're when doing. I say 
all characters. We see that Winnie the Pooh is w- waving. Why doesn't he want to, like, go into them? Is he scared or something? I guess he's... Well, he's the little girl's favorite toy, so maybe he's sticking back with the little girl. I guess that's the idea. And then we see one of the most shady places in America, Luke. A video arcade. <laughs> right. You can tell this is the 90s because there's an arcade and there's actually kids <laughs> hanging out in it. Um, <laughs> but you definitely... At this point, he's definitely only smoked pot, I think we assume, right here. Oh, yeah. Because when he now smokes out... We see this monster guy coming out of his smoke. It's a smoke monster, but it's not like the smoke monster from Lost. Oh. It's got, like, a suit on, and it's got a, like, curly haircut. Yeah. And and suddenly, someone has crystal meth in their hands. And uh, Yeah, or something. They don't really say what it is. It's just, like, white rocks of stuff. Yeah, it yeah. looks like crystal meth. Sure, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, 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 uh, like... They just have it right out in the open in the arcade. Like, nobody's gonna notice. And <laughs> they also happen to just smoking this joint right in the middle of the room. Yeah, Nobody notices at Nobody all. Nobody cares. They're just like, that's how video arcades were in the 90s. It was a hardcore place. <laughs> <laughs> I went to so much video arcades in the 90s, and I can tell you, nobody smoked marijuana inside. <laughs> and or they didn't offer you crack? No. No. Or, oh, no okay. Sorry. But yeah, uh, and uh, this ghost character is like, do you want to be cool? Do you want to be uh, sexy? Do you want to want everybody to think you're super duper? Takes take these drugs. But then you hear the cops coming because woo woo. And everybody is uh, scramming, and everybody is hiding, and they run, and uh, he's suddenly by a fence, and then you see that uh, this uh, ghost character is uh, trying to go, and he forgets his cap, so he comes back, and he's like, on your own, you... His cap? It's like his hair. (laughs) His smoke smoke hair, for some reason, won't fit through the crack, even though the rest of his smoke body fit through. I don't and know it, what's going on. And you see the police is coming for him. And aren't you scared, Luke? Aren't I don't know scared? what they're going for here, but I think they're just trying to... I think they're trying to say, look, he's paranoid because he's smoking marijuana. Because all that happens is a cop car drives past. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But the police... Do you know what the police is, Luke? It's Bugs Bunny? What? And... I'm I'm like, why can why can he see the cartoon characters when his younger sister can't? Well, at least right now, right? And then I guess you could say, well, that's because they want him to see him. I guess at this point they're trying to teach him a lesson. But wouldn't he like freak out <laughs> if I suddenly saw Bugs Bunny? In front of me. Like, I would be scared to death. That's my problem with that basketball movie, by the way. <laughs> right. This is kind of the same thing, except there's no real people. Everybody's a cartoon. Right, right. But uh, uh, with space balls. Isn't it called that? Space Jam. Space Jam, yeah. Right. 
Spaceballs is another movie, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the space uh, uh, space is by uh, oh. yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Bugs Bunny uh, is uh, suddenly the policeman, and um, and he, he gives the funny joke. Just because I have long ears doesn't mean that I have nothing between. And uh, I, that's so funny, because that's funny. And you see that uh, ghost character coming back, and Bugs Bunny puts the uh, ghost character in the trash. But then suddenly Bugs Bunny can do magic, because he sees the blunt. Yeah, where... Okay, this kid was smoking in the arcade. They all ran out, he didn't have anything in his hands, nope. and Bugs Bunny found a joint in this alleyway, like... A block away from where they were smoking. Yeah. I don't know where. This must have just been here from somebody else. So. Does not mean that he did did the joint. Right. Yeah. And uh, you see this uh, kid is trying to get away from Bugs Bunny. And Bugs Bunny is like, well, I have this time machine. And from, from a coyote, I know. That's what he says. Yeah. So obviously Wiley Coyote. Oh, I didn't take that reference. Thank you. Yeah, but it was very, it was very. They didn't say it, but they kind of just pointed out. So. Yeah, and you see this evil character uh, gets into this, uh, uh, this uh, time machine. Time machine. Yeah. Then you see the dad. Now we can talk about it because the dad sees in the fridge, and he sees two bears missing. And his wife goes, ah, oh, you, you probably drank it last night. And don't remember, is what and she don't says. don't remember. Uh, what? Wait a second. What the fuck? If you drank two beers yesterday, Luke. <laughs> I would remember it. <laughs> but, I, but that's what I'm assuming. That uh, there must have been a lot more beer yesterday, and those two were the ones that he doesn't remember drinking. Right. Like, how much did he drink yesterday, is my question. <laughs> he had to drink a lot. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But, uh... And, uh, this mom asks about his brother, and... And, uh... And, uh, and, uh now, suddenly, she can see the bear! Winnie the Pooh, right. Because Winnie the Pooh is like, why didn't you tell your parents about your brother? And uh, she's like, I don't want to be a, a tatty tale. She, she goes like, I, I don't want to be an asshole. Right, and uh, I guess we'll stop right here and I'll mention, this is uh, a anti-drug PSA directed towards little kids. And I was shown this when I was in – well, if this came out in 1990, I would have been six or seven years old when I saw this. Can you imagine a, a, being a six-year-old and watching this terrifying thing? Like going into it going – at the beginning, you're like, oh, cool, my favorite cartoon characters. And then I'm you get to the end. To death. Yeah, it's scarring. It was <laughs> – I've remembered this for years and years and years. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, and then we go back to this time machine, and this time machine is uh, uh, suddenly going back to when it's black and white TV. So I, I, I was. How old is this little kid? Yeah. It's 1990, okay? 
And for some reason, the world he lived in before, which if you look at him, he must have been, what, like five years younger, maybe less, is yes, black and white. Maybe, right. maybe like, yeah, maximum five years. 85. Right. But, but from 1990 to 1985, it looks yeah. like the 50s. It yeah. looks so like the 50s. Because they have, like, letter jackets on and things. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. And the only thing that's in color is this, like, yeah, time machine with Bugs Bunny and the dude and the ghost inside it. So that's mm-hmm. kind of funny. And uh, they they look at the boy playing with his friends and he's like, yeah, do you recognize him? Yes, it's me. And then you see him going, like, behind kind of a, a building and you see the, like, uh, one trying out marijuana and is this his older brother what the other kid no i think it's just the other kids i think those are just other kids just older kids they don't really ever point it out but yeah and uh, it's like do you want to try some marijuana everybody's doing it like he's the little he's the little kid and he's like what are you cruising for lung cancer something like that yeah and then you see him trying marijuana, like, five years ago. How long has this dude been on marijuana without his parents recognizing? Like, uh, according I... to this, he has been high on marijuana five fucking years, Luke. Yeah, something like that. I mean, we're not 100% sure, but it was back when everything was black and white. We know that, so. Oh, but, uh, and it's... So, so strange. But, uh, yeah, uh, and then you see, you know, like, the bad guy's like, yeah, 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 aren't you cool? Aren't you sexy? And, uh, you, you felt good, didn't you? Uh, and, uh, Bugs Bunny is trying to blow up this, uh, scaring thing. Smoke monster. Yeah. Right, I don't know how you use a bicycle pump and blow up smoke, but that it happens. Yes. And then you see this little girl trying to speak to uh, her, her dad. And uh, this dad is either fucking stupid or he doesn't like this girl. Because the girl's like, I want to tell you something, dad. And, uh, <laughs> it like, is weird. He's like got his back turned. And yeah. she's like, I want to tell you something. Seems like she's about to say it. And he's like. What do you want to tell me? And turns around and gets like right in her face, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, tell uh, me, never mind." Tell me, yeah. tell me. She just kind of like cowers and is like, yeah. "Oh, never mind," uh, no. and like walks away. Care about him? Yeah. Then you see all the cool kids hanging out, uh, smoking marijuana, uh, and you see the ghost monster there, and uh, and uh, and of course the black kid of the group goes, "Hey guys, you want some crack?" Yeah. That's not racist at all. And uh, you see uh, the ghost monster, like, stealing uh, his money. Because that is what the ghost monsters do. So, okay. He, <laughs> this part is, again, where's the cartoon line here? Because the ghost monster, obviously the other kids can't see him. Because they would be going, what is that ghost monster doing standing yeah. right there? But... but he can pull out the wallet and throw it to one of the girls. And the girl just... Wouldn't no. she just see a wallet fly out of his pocket, yep. like, with nothing there, ghostly, and then fall into her hand? Wouldn't she be like, oh my gosh! 
But uh, we get one of the best cameos in this show now. So, uh, because when when she runs, she runs uh, over some sewer camps, and and uh, and uh, we see a green hand coming out, and they drag this boy down the sewers. Well, and- he opens the like the sewer uh, the manhole cover. And the kid's running, and the kid falls into the manhole cover because the manhole cover got opened by this green hand. Right. And then they destroy the ghost. And then you, we see Machelangelo saying, Go a bomba, dude! This part annoyed me, too, because he's like, If you were paying attention, you wouldn't have fallen down in here. He's like, Well, if you weren't opening manholes <laughs> and leaving them open in the middle of the street, uh, yeah. Oh, this would never happen. Oh my gosh. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and then you see him, like, trying to, uh, like, get him to understand that uh, drugs are bad. And the way he's doing this is getting him drained in the sewer. And we see this world. And suddenly she's he's in this car. Uh, this uh, roller coaster. Let me try to explain this a little bit better. Okay. Michelangelo pulls like a stopper, like you would get, ha- like in your bathtub, if you were like taking a bath and you didn't have like a outside stopper, you'd like put it, and so you pull it out, and all the water goes down the drain. That's what happens to him. He goes down a drain in the sewer, in like a psychedelic blur, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. And into a roller coaster. Yes. Uh, Courage. He falls into a ro- roller coaster Where car. Where we see Kermit and uh, Miss Piggy. Right, but they, like we said before, they're a Muppet Baby version. Yes. Yes. Uh, so this roller coaster thing, uh, look, uh, were you scared at this point? <laughs> it reminds me of that scene in um, Willy Wonka. Where they go on the boat ride. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you see all this, like, lightning and cool things around him. And, like, what is this supposed to be scared of? And then suddenly this carriage goes fast. I mean... Which, Kermit is talking this whole time and he's saying... They're kind of... What they're doing is they're equating a roller coaster to taking drugs. Because you go... You get up high and then you... Then afterwards you fall down low, like, and then he, we realize at this moment Kermit goes, uh, turns to Michael, I guess, and Michael's like, "Where are we? Why is what's going on in, in here?" And then at this point, there's lightning going off in between all these, uh, what look like neurons, and there's uh, what would what would you call them like? pieces of things that look like human body parts. Yeah, we see a ghost worm, and we see a ghost... There's like a dragon worm flying through this, and then you find out, Kermit says, well, that's because we're in your brain, Michael. (sighs) Wow! Now Michael is on a roller coaster in his own brain with a smoke monster and Muppet babies. That's where we're at. And he goes through some glass. And where are we now? And they see out his eye. Please explain this. Like, they are sitting in the roller coaster. 
Right, and they go off the roller coaster tracks because everything starts to get super crazy. The lightning is going all nuts, and there's, like we said, ghost demon things. And then all of a sudden, they go into this kind of uh, a spirally tunnel that looks like bl- like red blood cells all over the wall, like the walls. And they're spinning in circles, and they fly out this piece of glass, like you said. Yeah. And then, then they, so we assume they're still in the brain, right? Yes. Yes. And they see out his eye, and he takes a puff of the marijuana, and the eye gets smoked full, uh, like right. filled with smoke. Because that's I'm, what happens when I when I breathe. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I smoked cigarettes for many years, Luke. I never had smoke up my fucking eyes. When I smoked <laughs> I, with my lungs. I've never, yeah, I've never breathed through my <laughs> eyeballs. Or, like, never had air, like, go into my brain cavity while I was breathing. But that's what happens to this kid. He smokes yep. a joint, and the smoke goes into his brain cavity. So, And it destroys his uh, concentration because he's, uh, of course, he's uh, standing on, on uh, a skateboard because this is the 1990s. And, right. uh, all skateboarders are stoners in the night. <laughs> and, and he crashes. And who's there when he crashes? Uh, the, what are the names of these kids? Uh, the from I, I know it in Norwegian. It's Ole Duldoffen, but uh, that 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 doesn't really. Right, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Both. And they suddenly like. Uh, like are there and they are scared by the smoke monster and the uh, smoke monster is trying to scare them and things like that. Uh, then we look, get one of the best musical numbers in my entire <laughs> life. Can you please right, well, I'll... explain this musical number? I'll tell you right now, this is a musical number called The Wonderful Ways to Say No. It was written by somebody named Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, I guess I'll call them. And they also wrote songs for The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Aladdin. <laughs> and this is a song about like about the wonderful ways to say no. And it's all the cartoon characters singing this song. I, I, I'm just... I'm I'm just baffled about this song. It's one of the worst songs I ever heard in my entire life. This would win Music Massacre like right away. <laughs> if this was an on album, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we uh, they just sing. It's wonderful to say no. It's wonderful to say no. Okay. Uh, so this song... Can I point something out right before this that we kind of skipped over? When they're, yeah. he has the smoke in his brain, and all the 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 uh, Muppet babies are with him. Well, yeah, he, they, he... they they rescue themselves by escaping to the door that says exit. Right, and they lock the door behind them so he can't <laughs> get out of his own brain. <laughs> oh, being John Malkovich. Uh... Oh, what jerk Muppet babies! But yeah, continue. Here's the one real thing about this uh, uh, cartoon look. When he wakes up, he wakes up like, Whoa! Whoa! What was this? 
<laughs> right. He's like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Cartoons are real and they're trying to peer pressure me into not doing drugs. <laughs> That's was, the funniest part about this whole thing. It's like, I love this. The beginning is like, don't get peer pressured by your older friends uh, yep. when you're in the 1950s to do drugs. And then the whole time. All these cartoons do is peer pressure him. Yeah. So. Don't do drugs, you're stupid if you do it. Would be the song, almost. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. but yeah, you see him uh, getting into his secret uh, uh, stash box. Stash under box, bed. yeah. And, under your uh, bed. That's the. And, no uh, parent ever looks under the bed. That's yeah. The last and you it. and you see uh, uh, the sister coming and. Um, I told you to stay out of my. Uh, don't, uh, don't, uh, yeah, and and she's like, I'm afraid uh, for you. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, being a bully to his uh, sister and hurting her. Like, right. And she gets afraid, and and then he he goes like, I didn't mean to do that, and he begins to cry. Because not only is he a drug user, but he's a big sissy that cares. And suddenly... <laughs> well, he throws her his little little sister against the wall. Right. And it's like, okay. But suddenly he can see see the ghost. But he, he he's has... always been able to see the ghost, I think, right? Yeah. Or maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. And he uh, then he sees Elf that is dragging him into the box. And they go through this, like, uh, strange uh, hall of mirrors. Right, like in a carnival. Yeah. Like the all crazy mirrors make you look all crazy. Yeah. And uh, and he blows a whistle, and uh, this guy uh, sees himself. And how the fuck does he look? <laughs> He's green. He's green. He green? <laughs> He's turned into a green... Like, zombie person from Walking The Walking Dead. Like, he's looking at himself in a mirror. Yeah. And Alf is like, this is you in the future. You turn green into and into a zombie if you smoke pot, apparently. I've seen hard drug dealers. Like, uh, people that have done drugs for many, many years on the streets of Norway. Guess what color they never had. <laughs> right. They might have been, like, skinny and had, like... <laughs> Uh, gaunt eyes like this, oh, yeah. and like their cheek cheekbones were showing. But, but I don't think they ever turned green. No, yeah. I've never seen a drug that have turned people green. <laughs> oh, this is so unrealistic. And 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 and, and uh, yeah, he he looks like awful. And and Alf goes like, "Yeah, this is you. This is you in a few years if you don't like stop doing drugs." And uh, then they go to see the man that's in charge. And did you guess this before you saw who this was? Well, I knew what it was going to be because I'd seen this before, but yeah. I did not guess this. Oh, okay. I'm a bad guesser. I guess so. Yeah, and uh, because you see the ghost. Right, he walks into an office and the office on the door says the man in charge. And Michael's like, huh. I wonder who's in this office in, I guess, my own brain. I think we're assuming at this point. And, and because, yeah. in the office chair is the ghost, right? 
And uh, you see the little uh, girl coming into his brother's room and uh, seeing the box, and the, suddenly the ghost can speak to her, and she's not afraid. Like, how fucking afraid would you be of, of this ghost? <laughs> what? You'd be terrified, especially yeah. if you were a little girl. Yeah. You're a little, uh, like, five-year-old, six-year-old girl, and, and this demon ghost creature comes over. She's just like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, hi, hi there. And uh, uh, this ghost figure throws away poo. Uh, right, because he's telling her not to touch the box. Right. Yeah. and, uh, and So she's picking up the box, and the, the ghost demon like, ghost is like, Open it. Yeah, open it. Open it's, it. Cool. Everything in there is cool. Yeah. And then we see the brother. Uh, he's going around this in this uh, amusement park. This is the creepiest scene in the whole thing. Yeah. Because when he's running, uh, it's moving itself, and then you see one of the like duck uh, kids trying to get him, and he has to jump over. Why some, is the some cartoon that was trying to save him before now trying to run him over with a roller coaster? And and trying him to get him decapitated by some sauce, and then yeah, they're giant. What do you call a uh, giant circular saws like yeah. all over the place? And he's like flying around. I don't know how he even got here from the house of mirrors, but I guess he ran out of the house of mirrors. And then he farm. gets into the, the uh, sea and there he sees uh, some. Oh, other this thing. part is so weird. There's like, okay, there's like a decoration on the side of this roller coaster and he, it's like a gargoyle face. He flies into the mouth of the gargoyle face and it's like a real mouth, and it's got real teeth, and it's like disgusting. Like uh, you could see all the blood vessels on the inside of his mouth and stuff. Oh my gosh, it, it's gross. And he 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 exits through the stomach on a water raft, and I I'm so confused. And he goes on this watercraft, and is almost hit by some like. Uh, white balls and then he hits this like carnival game where you you you're supposed to hit with a club and hit this like uh ding in 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 high right classic carnival game yeah where you hit the thing and then it flies up the top and he and flies it, like across the whole carnival and, like lands in a thing of water right and he and he goes into uh uh uh, a thing made of glass that uh, has this lid on it, and this crashes into an uh, an eye, and then he goes into a water trout that's spilled with water, and all this water is going t all through the like surface. smash, like cra crashing on top of him. He can't get away from it. Yeah, and he goes down this circle of of water, then it suddenly it's. Like he's sucked into, uh, he's sucked into the baby, uh, uh pig. Straw. Like th this baby pig. Uh, what is her name again? Oh, Miss Piggy. Right. Miss Piggy is sucking him off, and I'm I'm not meaning that in. No, no. <laughs> okay. He. Uh, there are some serious problems in this whole thing with like size, because at one point, like the cartoon characters are like inside of a, a magazine and then all of a sudden they're the same height as michael and then the next scene 
Michael is small enough to be inside of a soft drink that uh, Miss Piggy is drinking, and he's going up the straw of this soft drink, and she spits him out, and he ends up in this... uh, He ends up in front of Daffy Duck. Right. Yes. Uh, Because he can see the future. And and he sees it's black, and it's funny. (laughs) Because it's a bowling ball look. That's funny. Look. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he's a fortune teller. Right? Yeah. And he can see his future and it's black because it's a bowling ball. And uh, then he sees see himself dead. So. Right. And he's green again. So Daffy Duck looks into the future of Michael. And what he sees is Michael um, like basically in a coffin, but like in a cave where there's just like one pedestal into an endless abyss and he's on top of this one pedestal like dying uh yeah it's really dark and evil looking and uh yeah they more or less like send him back to uh his uh bedroom where he sees his sister uh standing there with the ghost looking through his uh, stuff and he like he he like throws his hand out and like uh, like smacks the box out of uh, her hand, and he's like, "No, you should never ever do this." And and the sister's like, "Well, I want to be like you." And I was I was beginning to think it's it's a little like uh, this song in the Jungle Book. I want to be like you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you see the ghost, uh, like, uh, trying him to get him to uh, get back on drugs. And the sister's like, well, we can't do this alone. We should tell our parents. And uh, he, he throws the ghost into the garbage truck. And the ghost goes like, I will be back. And the brother goes like, yeah, he's probably going to be back. <laughs> 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 it's so demoralizing. Like... Now he's thrown this ghost out, and 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 they go like, yeah, he'll be back. We will have the same problems again. Right, and, and uh, the little girl's like, it's okay. I'll have your back when he comes back. Yeah, <laughs> because that will really help. We Even have... though he's a supernatural, like cartoon ghost being, but yeah, who probably has any powers he could possibly want. But they'll they'll be able to fend him off. It'll be fine. And right, guys, she says. She hasn't seen all these characters. I have problem with this. She goes and turns to the poster where you see all the characters that have helped the brother through the show. She right. has only seen one. Well, two, I guess. Two, two, well, yeah, yeah one that's on the poster, right. Yeah, one that's on the poster. And that's Winnie the Pooh. And she goes, uh, the other guys will have our back, won't they? Right, guys, and she turns to the character, all the characters in the movie, and she, they go right. And <laughs> yeah, they, they all, yeah. Uh, let me point out: the Smurfs came out of a comic book at the beginning, and now they're on a poster that apparently wasn't there before. Yep. <sighs> and Doesn't make they, any sense at all. 
No, and they let Winnie the Pooh out of the closet, and that's a gay joke. And uh, a... he, and he, he, that is her teddy, jumps into the cartoon uh, poster. And now she doesn't have the... Uh, a teddy anyone. bear. Or an alarm clock, apparently, because Kermit was her alarm alarm clock. clock. Yeah. What? And a lamp? She doesn't have a lamp either, because Garfield was the lamp. Uh, Well, yeah, and the other lamp got eaten by Slimer, so So, her parents are going to go, where's all your stuff, little girl? (sighs) But, uh, yeah, they go and tell uh, her parents, and uh, that's the end of the show. Wasn't it amazing? And you hear the song again. Yeah, it's like a remixed version of of the uh, of the song that we heard earlier. Uh, Wonderful ways to say no. So yeah. <sighs> what a terrible, 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 terrible show. <laughs> it, yes, it was awful. <sighs> what a terrible, 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 terrible thing. To watch. Why? I mean, imagine watching this when you were six, though. It would be that much worse when you were a little kid. Because it's terrifying. There are certain parts in this that are just... Like I said before the show, you had to be on drugs to make this. So I don't know what what they're going for here. (sighs) It's just terrible. Well, let's move on. I have some interesting, uh, one interesting thing to say real quick. I guess okay. um, they showed this in Australia, New Zealand, Canada, uh, Mexico, France. Uh, oh, I guess they showed it in in French in Canada. Sorry, not in France, but in all these places, uh, the like in Mexico, the Mexican telecast was introduced by President Carlos Sanzlo Gattari. Taking oh, place yeah, of President yeah. Bush's introduction, and same with uh, the like New Zealand minister, the prime minister there. So they just replaced the beginning part for different countries. So interesting. Cool. Uh, have you seen a movie this week? Yeah, I watched the uh, the latest. I guess Ninja Turtles, not the one that's coming out next week, but the latest one to get ready for next week. Um, I had okay. not seen it yet. Uh, it was terrible, yes. and I hated it, and it I wanted to scratch my own eyes out when I was done with it. Yeah, it's horrifying. I was excited for this next movie. I don't know, maybe just because it has Seamus in it. Maybe that was, like, the selling point for me in a way. And, of course, it has Rock, Rock Steady and Bebop, which is kind of, that's cool. But after watching the first one, I'm a little less excited, so... <laughs> Uh, I was at the movies and watched a movie that I can't talk about because we're talking about Warcraft later. And the show. Oh, you can tell me if you liked it or not. I guess. No, I fucking hated it. Uh, Okay. Well, there you go. It was horrible. Uh, two out of ten. All right. Yeah. Well, we're gonna cover that in two weeks because it doesn't come out in America for another two weeks for whatever reason. So. And I also watched the movie that we are going to talk about, Alice Through the Looking Glass, because I was bored and it came out. Oh, okay. I did not know yeah. that. 
And it was that any good? I guess let's go into the trailer for <laughs> Alice Through the Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Microsoft Craven. It looks like that. Set a course for London. It, yep, this looks like and it's got a lady captain, so. Captain Ashore! Oh, hooray, it's it's it has subtitles. Absolutely. <laughs> there are matters which might benefit. This is the Why international trailer, so. the Hatter, or Wonderland will be history. Hatter is my truest friend. If he's in need, I will help him. It's not impossible. Merely impossible. <laughs> it will be a race against time. Time is a he. He is not someone you want as your enemy. Stop her! Alice was here? The Clearly, we're watching a Spanish. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yay! So that was Alice through the Looking Glass. Uh, can you tell me what this movie is about? So Since after slipping through the mirror, Alice finds herself back in Underland with the White Queen, the Cheshire Cat, White Rabbit, Tweedledee, and Tweedledum. Uh, as maybe a lot of people know, I fucking hated the first movie. I think it was uh, uh, the first Alice in Wonderland I by Tim Burton. I think that was atrocious. I, I did not find it funny. Worst Tim Burton film ever. ever. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I even even. Uh, Worse than than uh, his uh, monkey movie. I don't know. He's got some bad ones. I, I enjoyed it, but that's just me. So yeah, because you were crazy. But uh, where did it might you have find... been? You know, at the time, I might have enjoyed it. <laughs> maybe I was with the company. I enjoyed. Maybe I was eating good food. Who knows why I enjoyed it at the time? But yeah. uh, this one, this newer one, got so far twenty nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. Not good. Yeah. But 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So, yeah. wide uh, berth in between the Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb score. But mm. uh, Where did you find your review? Oh, crap. Where is it? <laughs> uh, when Luke is looking for that, should I tell you what I thought about it then? Go ahead, yeah. Uh, because... 
like I said, I fucking hated the first movie. I I think, uh, like I said, it's one of the worst uh, filmations uh, of uh, Alice in Wonderland. I actually think this is better. I I had so low expectations of this that <laughs> maybe maybe it couldn't be worse than the the first one if you understand what I mean uh, I think I, I think I went like through through almost watching it again I like it the first one Alice in Wonderland has a tomato thing of 52 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So Actually. this one's not far away. I mean, they're only 10, 10 points off. But. Yeah, but I I, 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 I like this better. I think it's a better movie. I, I, I just, I think I maybe liked it because, uh, because it wasn't Tim Burton didn't have a hand in it. It is Tim Burton in in a way. It looks like it could. Well, because it's maybe. got the same characters, so they gotta right. some stuff has to kind of go through from the first. But, Makes but, sense. But, but it's almost like, yeah, I, I like, I, I, I did not, I did not hate this. I would give this maybe a 6.5 out of 10. Which is what it has on IMDb. So there yeah. you go. Uh, I guess the one I got was from Rolling Stone. Okay. <clears throat> it says, you won't be late for a very important date if you skip this bad Alice in Wonderland sequel. Sometimes an explosion of eye candy can hit like a sweet spot. Like, like it did mostly with Tim Burton's 2010 blockbuster, but the magic is missing in this sequel, as is Burton, replaced by replaced in the director's chair by James Bobbin, which we mentioned, and he did Muppets Most Wanted. So, hmm. yeah, but uh, I did not, I did not mind this. I guess it was. It has not been received by critics well. Is what I'm, what I'm seeing, uh, or what I've seen uh, going through some of the stuff. Um, some people liked it. That's probably why the IMDb score is higher uh, than the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but who knows? I guess. I mean, uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle has the same score as this, actually. But it hasn't come out yet, so. Yeah. 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 That will change. That will change. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can't. I can't say anything like bad about the film that I enjoyed. Six point five. Cool. Right on. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Let's do the last episode of the path. Yes, final episode, episode ten. Um, I'm gonna be covering oh, it this week because. Why don't we have a preacher this week? I was just about to say that. You could, okay. <laughs> you were reading my mind there, Fro. Um, we, I, I looked it up, and I guess the reason that there was no preacher this week is because it was Memorial Day weekend. So they didn't okay. want to get a bad rating um, over the weekend because uh, it, it, it airs on Sundays. So mm-hmm. next week we'll have another preacher. Um, honestly, I don't think this is a very good sign for it. Uh, if the network wanted to bury a show, if I was working at a network and I wanted to bury a show and make sure it didn't do well, I would show the first episode 
not air the next episode for two weeks and then it'll go off everybody's radar and they'll forget yeah. it, it. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, so I don't I don't have high hopes for this returning on maybe I wouldn't be surprised if it gets cut off in the middle of the season. But who knows? There are a lot of uh, hardcore uh, comic book fans that may be watching this. So. And we liked it. I thought it was okay. I'm not. I, I don't think I could judge. I, I'm not going to say it's amazing yet after one episode. I don't know. Uh, especially but since it's a pilot, it. and I enjoyed it. But I I don't think it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did. Let's just say that. Know. But I will spare judgment for the next episode. Like we always say, yeah. two episodes, and if you hate it, then that's that. But mm. uh, we will see next week. We will get the return of Preacher. But this week we have the fine finale of Path. So this was called The Miracle, was the title of this episode. What did you think of this episode, Fro? Uh, I loved it. I, I think this is so different. Right. And we won't... Let's do what we think about the end at the end. So I'll start going through it. Um, so we open uh, open up in... It, I assume this is the compound, and it's Sarah, and she's walking through the woods. And she sees a white owl, which... Um, We've seen before when Cal was burying Silas, if you remember that. Right. And it's the same white owl, or it appears to be. And we transitioned into Christmas music out of this scene, uh, which is they're playing Noel. Um, and we see the town uh, where they live, and it's obviously Christmas time in this. Uh, we've moved into the winter, uh, I think, is what they're trying to get across with the Christmas time stuff. And then maybe a little bit of the contrast of Christianity uh, and everything around. The, it's kind of surrounding them, you know what I mean? The Christianity aspect of this town is kind of surrounding them, even though they live there. Mm. So the little girl, uh, his daughter, uh, Eddie and Hawk are driving in the car. And the little girl says, uh, she's asking him about Christmas and like uh, saying how the other kids in her class have Christmas. And that this one girl got this uh, special pen that writes in invisible ink and Eddie's kind of like, Oh, is that what you would want for Christmas? If we celebrated Christmas <laughs> and she looks kind of like, I don't know. I've never had Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's interesting in a, in a way, because at, the way Eddie says it, we know at this point, Eddie is not about this religion. So he's kind of like, Oh, if you could celebrate Christmas, what would you want? You know, to his daughter. So we go back to the compound. Um, Eddie and Sarah are in, I'm going to call them the reprogramming rooms, right? <laughs> where Eddie got took the juice in that one episode yes. and he was going crazy and he was being re reprogrammed. And they're um, doing more marriage counseling. But at this point, the marriage counselor, that the same one that they had in earlier episodes, he um, he's basically saying, Eddie, you don't believe, so... If you, if you're found to be what do they call it, a denier, if you're labeled a denier by the, the group, then you won't be able to see your kids anymore, because that's just how the uh, rules work, basically. And Sarah goes, well, that's not how it's going to be, because I'm eight R and you're five R, Mister Counselor. So think again. So basically, Sarah's just going, I outrank you. So no. That's not how it's going to go down. 
so the counselor goes next door into another one of these rooms, and Allison is in there. And at last episode, I thought Allison was going to go in here, and she was just going to raise hell. I figured she'd have, like, guns in her pockets, and she was just going to walk through this place, like, blasting people. That's what I thought from the ending of the last episode. That would have been cool, actually. I thought that would have been a great uh, little twist. But she is now looking to what seems like join the Meyerism, even though she got out of Meyerism uh, before. So the counselor is saying, what do you what do you want from us, basically? And she says that she read her husband's journal and that he, the very last entry in his journal said, next time I will cl- climb, climb the ladder, even if it kills me. And that was the last entry in his journal. So at this point, Allison knows that he basically killed himself trying to climb this ladder. And for some reason, she still wants back in this cult. That I don't really understand. But <laughs> she did try to commit suicide, so she's kind of on on her last last legs, and she doesn't, I guess, have anywhere else to turn. Right. So, uh, in another part of the compound, I guess this is the dining area, Cal is setting up for a... a it, what he says is it's going to be a live feed to San Diego and Minnesota. So I'm assuming that they're doing a camera shoot to live stream uh, his announcement about Steve and the three new rungs to the other uh, compounds in other areas. And we know that San Diego is where he came from. So, um, It seems like there was something else interesting from the scene, but it was just kind of pointing out that Cal... Uh, they say that he has what they want to make him look like General Petraeus at one point, and he's kind of getting full of himself. And the cameraman says, "Is there anybody else we need to frame in this shot?" And we assume <laughs> that he kind of looks, and you know that he's like, "Oh yeah, we got to get Sarah here because I <laughs> agreed that she would be uh, number my number two, or I guess we'd be working together." Is what it was. And she's the one that has powers. Yeah, I guess, or at least that's what he thinks after the whole baby thing. Um, so we go back to Eddie and uh, Sarah's house, and they're home from the counselor. And they're just kind of staring at each other after this counseling session. Um, and Eddie just says, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no, wait. he says, holy shit. Like, and that they just look at each other and... You can kind of realize in this moment they're both going, that's it? Our marriage is over, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, and, felt, uh, a little, I felt a little sad in this episode. There's, uh, there's a lot of things to be sad about in, in this episode. Oh, definitely. And then, I mean, then I suddenly got happy again. She can't... Um, she's so stuck in her ways of, of this religion that... She's willing to destroy her whole family be- to, like, keep her faith, is what mm-hmm. this whole thing is coming down to. And he's going, holy shit, like, can't believe you're willing to take it this far that you would, like, not allow me to see my own kids uh, be- because of, a, of you know, a cult. <clears throat> so, back at the compound, um, Sean and Mary are meeting with Sean's parents about uh, the wedding that I guess is now completely on. Like, Cal said, go get married. And they didn't waste any time, it seems. 
because they've already got Sean's parents and they're asking for their blessing. And they're like, well, don't you want to get married in a church? And Sean says, I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't believe in any of the, that religion. I'm a Myrist. And uh, the parents seem a little uncomfortable about all this. Um, uh, so at Sarah's office, she is talking to the black elder lady, uh, who I guess is back at her house, wherever this is, because she's not at the compound anymore. Um, and we find out this lady's name is Felicia, which this is the first time I ever heard her name up till now. And she basically suggests that the uh, uh, basically Sarah says, uh, do you know where Silas is? I've been trying to get a hold of him. And the lady kind of insinuates, oh, well, Cal wasn't around for that for that vote. What a, you know, what happened to Cal? And Sarah's like, that's kind of a big thing to say. Uh, you're kind of accusing him of murder. She's like, I never said that. <laughs> um, Cal. So right as this is happening, basically, Cal walks in, and she says, "Where were you during the Honduran vote?" Uh, like, which we know is when he killed Silas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Cal lies to her. He he tells her that uh, he was. What were you thinking? Wrong. He was going to do. <laughs> he wouldn't go like I killed Silas. Right, true, but at the same time, he doesn't really come up with a great lie. But at this, she does know that he was, she found him drunk. So his lie is like, "Oh, I was just really drunk. I don't remember what happened." So that's not a great lie because it, saying I don't remember what happened that could still come and bite you in the ass. You know what I'm saying? As far as uh, which we might get more of it in the next season. Who knows? But just saying, like Cal could be like, or somebody could say, maybe Sarah could go. Well, you don't remember what happened. Maybe you did kill him and you just don't remember. See? Uh, which we could get that. I don't know. We'll see. So, I, um, have, I, I have a theory what's going to happen next season. But we're right. going to talk about that at the end. Yeah, let's do that. So, at Eddie's house, uh, Eddie is uh, packing up and getting ready to leave. Because at this point, we know that they're, bra- they're splitting up. And his daughter... Which we find out here her name's Summer, which I think we've heard before, but they never really made it clear. Um, oh my god, sorry. What? Church cookies had pot in them. Police say that six Indiana churchgoers were hospitalized after eating cookies given to them by fellow congregants after mass uh, ladder tested uh, positive for TH. THC in Indiana. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> Maybe oh. they just somebody like made two batches of cookies and brought the wrong one to the church. The cookie eaters range from twelve to seventy. Oh, <coughs> oh. I, that might be terrible, but I think it's funny. So uh, I think it's funny as well. <laughs> okay, sorry. I guess, oh, right, so his daughter's upset, and he ends up leaving, uh, and the daughter and Sarah, um, you know, they're really upset, so they kind of cry in each other's arms. So at his hotel room, obviously Eddie's got to find a place to stay, so he stays at a hotel. 
Um, he's taking a piss, and behind him comes up a yellow boa constrictor. It's kind of like out of nowhere. Uh, and as he's turning around, it like freaks him out. He jumps, and as he jumps, he looks back, and it's gone. So he's having hallucinations of this yellow bo- yellow boa constrictor that we saw, you know, in episode one and other episodes uh, that was kind of all over Steve when he was having his ayahuasca trip. Um, so after this happens, uh, he gets a call from Agent Gaines. And he calls him up and basically just apologizes to Eddie saying, Hey, sorry, I was under a lot of stress. Uh, I'm here in the at the hospital taking care of my kid. And Eddie's like, all right, yeah, make sure you uh, just focus on that and don't worry about anything else. <clears throat> Back at the compound, um, Cal goes and gets Allison from, you know, the deprogramming room. And he brings her to where they're going to do the... Uh, the live feed, uh, which is basically like a dining hall where all the other uh, upper Myrists, or at least the higher Myrists that are in this compound are. And you could tell this group knows who Allison is and they don't like her. Mm. And they he, hate her. Right. They, they, they know that she uh, went against the movement and that, and then Cal makes a speech about how she waged a war on the internet against them and how she stole money from them but he even quotes Jesus and says that they need to learn forgiveness and uh, learn to accept people who aren't perfect into their religion which basically to me is just Cal saying hey I want to take money from as many people as I can (laughs) because we know at this point Cal is just itching to like get the money and run that's why he dealt with the uh the rich guy in the burlesque club last episode so um but yeah what happens is all these people kind of at one by one walk up and give allison a hug and he's kind of changed in this one little breath the way the whole religion works uh and sarah does not look happy about this about letting in outsiders uh so in Sarah's office, she's interviewing the worst security guard in the world that I've mentioned before. Uh, and he lies to her about seeing Cal take the car that night. Uh, what, two episodes ago, I guess? Mm. Uh, and you re- we really don't know why he lies here. At least I didn't. I was like, why is he lying? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Especially when the whole point of this religion is to tell the truth. So that I really didn't understand. Um, in Mary's room, Mary is talking to Sean's mother and Sean's mother gives her uh, her wedding veil from for her to use. And she says, I always expected it to be a church wedding, but you seem nice enough. And if you make Sean happy, you make me happy. That kind of thing. And you could tell Mary is kind of like, oh my gosh, this is real. Like, this is really happening now uh, when she gets this wedding veil. So at the hospital, uh, Agent Gaines is there with his kid. uh, And his kid is in like uh, one of those uh, those boxes they use to 
oxygenate babies when they're not doing well because you can't really put like an oxygen mask on a baby right so um and eddie walks in the hospital room and agent Gaines is like what are you doing here like how did you even know i was here he was like you said that your bo- this is where your baby was getting surgery and i just asked at the front desk eh. And this turns out to be bad, at least, uh, the, I mean, it doesn't really extrapolate from here, but the nurse walks in uh, after Eddie does, and she says, uh, okay, Mrs. Gaines, it's time to feed feed him, for, to feed her now. And did you see how this could be a problem, Fro? No. What? Because Eddie thinks that his name is Sam's, Sam something. He thinks that Agent Gaines has a whole different name. What? Yeah, because uh, he thinks that Agent Gaines' name is what he would, what the name, the name he made up when he infiltrated the, the compound. Remember, mm, he used mm. a fake name. So when this nurse walks in and says, "Hey, Mrs. Gaines," he has to like rush Eddie out of the room really quick because he doesn't want Eddie to put two and two together and be like, "Wait, that's not your real name." Mm. So, but Eddie is just there basically to say, "Hey, I'm out of the religion." I'm done with it. You, if you want to keep going on, that's cool. Uh, but you're going to have to find somebody else to be your mentor because that's kind of what Eddie was to him. Um, and then he even does like a Myris prayer with him, mm. which this part was super interesting to me, which we'll get into after. But just remember that uh, he does this prayer with him and Agent Gaines goes, oh, I thought you just said you weren't a Myrist anymore. <laughs> and he says, eh, it doesn't hurt to try. And in the in the prayer, he basically says, let's pray that your daughter doesn't have to get this surgery and that she'll just her whole condition will turn around and she won't ever have to go under the knife today. Uh, it's kind of important for later. So we go to the school and Hawk uh, meets up with Ashley after this is the first time since they've broken up. And Hawk is now dropping out of school to take his vows, we find out. But he will not talk to Ashley. He's stonewalling her. You know, uh, she's saying, "I heard you're leaving school," and she starts crying, saying, "Hawk, talk to me." But he just won't say any- anything to her, and he walks out of the school. So on the streets of the town now, um, Eddie's walking around, and it's you know Christmas time, so there's tons of people out, and they all have shopping bags. And you've got your Santa Claus on the street with the ring in the bell. Um, do you have that in Norway, Fro? Oh, yeah. No, we don't know. No? That. The, the, you don't have out in front of the shopping malls, you have the Santa that rings the bell and takes change? No. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, but, but, but we, we don't Salvation we don't Army have it. is what it's called. We have Salvation Army, but, but we don't have the Christmas uh, kind of uh, with... With Christmas uh, Santa Clauses. Right, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Eddie's, like I said, uh, it's really crowded, and Eddie starts kind of freaking out, uh, kind of getting like maybe an anxiety attack from all the people around him. And he goes into this toy store, and he starts kind of looking through the aisles of this toy store, and there is all of a sudden a dead hawk, the same hawk that we saw Silas had at his house. Um, in earlier episodes and it's on the ground in the middle of this toy store and he's like what the fuck so he goes over to look at it 
and somebody startles him, and when he looks back, the hawk's gone. So, uh, we cut to... This was a... Did you understand how he found... How we got to this next scene? No. Okay. Well, I guess first we go to uh, Cal, and Cal is um, talking to the security guard, and the security guard says, hey, I lied for you. You... She asked me what you thought you would, and I said what you told me to. So the security guard is working with Cal at this point. Uh, and somehow Eddie finds the counselor guy, the marriage counselor, just out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, somehow. We don't really know how. But he basically talks to the counselor and says, I'm going crazy. Like, I- I'm seeing hallucinations. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, when I'm not on ayahuasca, I feel like I'm on uh, ayahuasca, which is what you were saying, like, what, a couple episodes ago? Like, is this flashbacks? Yeah. his ayahuasca trip, you know? Right. And that's what Eddie thinks. But the counselor says, it's the light calling to you, trying to get your attention. And the only way to get rid of these hallucinations is for you to um, find out what they, find out what it wants, to find out what the light wants from you. And Eddie doesn't like this, so he kicks him out of the car. And as Eddie's driving away, which you probably should have said this earlier, counselor guy, but as he's driving away, (laughs) the counselor guy yells at the car like Eddie could even hear him at all, but says, if you don't find out what they want, they will destroy you. So uh, this counselor believes that if Eddie doesn't figure out what's going on, that these hallucinations will continue until he goes crazy, is what I assume. Mm. So, at, back at the compound at Cal's office, uh, Mary comes in, and she's got the the veil that the Sean's mother gave her, and basically uses it to seduce Cal, uh, <laughs> which is a running theme between them. I mean, from episode one, she tried to yeah. seduce him, and then she tried to seduce him again, and Cal kind of halfway gave mm-hmm. in, but he wouldn't actually, like, touch her. Or look at her. Uh, mm-hmm. And then this time, finally, mostly Let's probably because Cal realizes that this he doesn't need to be pious anymore because this religion is bullshit. Cal yeah. falls falls uh, for the seduction and uh, him and Mary, yeah, they, they definitely have sex. Uh, yep. We don't ever see any actual, like they make out and then we realize later that they had sex. But Yep, I'm happy. Back at Eddie's house, uh, which I guess is Sarah's house now, because Eddie doesn't <laughs> live here. Uh, but I, I've, I, but all my notes up until now, I've written at Eddie's house, so I'll keep calling uh, it that. Yeah. Uh, Eddie shows up with the gift for his daughter uh, for Christmas, that, because of what she said earlier in the episode. And the whole family shows up, like Sarah's mom and dad, and uh, they basically stonewall Eddie and from the kids and say, Eddie, you need to leave now. You're not welcome uh, here. Yeah, because you're no longer a Myris. So they're really like, he's excommunicated from this family, for sure. But she's really upset about it because she's still in love with him. Sarah is. Yeah. So the next morning uh, at the hospital, um, Agent Gaines and his wife are told by the doctor that his daughter's uh, heart condition cleared itself up, self up overnight, and that she will no longer need to have her operation. What? 
which that is exactly what Eddie prayed for with him. Yeah. So now all of a sudden I'm going, wow, Eddie is the real yeah. one with the power here. I know. He's taken over Silas's like abilities kind of after Silas yeah. died. He like transferred the abilities in a way. I was they don't so say shocked. that obviously, but that's what I'm assuming. Go ahead, oh, yeah. bro. Sorry. No, I was so shocked. That, I was so shocked. Right. Definitely a good little uh, way to to kind of point out what's happening without like really just laying it out on the on the table. And yeah. I was really wondering from point from the first time we saw this uh, the daughter of the FBI agent going, how is this little girl's disease gonna intertwine yeah. in the story? And the way it did it was just really well so done. Clever. So yeah, clever. Yeah, subtle but really well done. Um, back at the compound, Sarah goes to Cal- Cal's house. And, you know, Cal wants her to be co-leader uh, and be there for the um, the broadcast, I guess, the live feed that they're going to do to the other um, compounds. And for some reason, Cal will, is, like, not letting her in the house. He's kind of, like, blocking the door from her going in. Uh, so when she walks away, Cal goes into the house and we see Mary is in there naked. Yeah. Uh, so obviously I she did, stayed the night there. I did not mind that. I have a crush on Mary. I'm sorry. So back in the hotel room with Eddie and he's sleeping and uh, in his bed and a boa constrictor, the same yellow one, is crawling up uh, his sheets. <sighs> And it gets all the way up to the top of the sheets, um, and it's on his chest, and it opens its mouth, and it's got giant, like, fangs, like, all up and down. It's not, like, just two fangs, like a normal snake. It has nope. fang teeth, uh, which Boa can I don't even think have, mostly no, have teeth. It, it looked so fucking scary. But, yeah, and it had, like, uh... It, it reminded me kind of like of the scene from Alien where the second thing comes out of its yes. mouth. Yeah, yes. And it felt like the the drool coming off of it and stuff. It's very, very scary. Um, so all of a sudden we're in Peru now, uh, back at the ayahuasca center um, from episode one and other episodes. But Eddie is walking into the ayahuasca center. Um and as this is happening, we go back to the compound. And this is going to be a lot of back and forth here because we're right towards the end. And it really is starting to ramp up kind of the, the editing style. Um, we're back at the compound and Cal and Sarah are performing rituals in, with everybody. Uh, they're obviously, um, they're going to marry Sean and Mary. Um, they're going re, uh, to have Allison retake her vows and then they're... Uh, having Hawk take his vows for the first time. So we're kind of getting like a rebirth, a marriage, and vows uh, ceremony all together. And so I back felt in- so bad for 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 Hawk in this episode as well. I just have to say that. Oh. Right, because at this point he's re-brainwashed. Like, there's, I know. Is there any bringing I, it back after this, right? I had, I had so hope, high hopes for him. Right. Oh. We thought he was going to be the hero, but I guess it still could turn out that way because uh, we will see. But uh, back in Peru, uh, Eddie goes into the ayahuasca center. He goes to Silas's room and he finds Silas's 
Hawk dead on the ground. Um, which I believe when I was reviewing this at one point, I was like, when Silas got killed, I said, but nobody's going to be able to take care of his birds back at his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I didn't think that was really going to come up, but it really does. Cause oh, uh, it, it Silas does. was not there to feed his birds. So it died. Um, yeah. And, which uh, did he not leave anybody to take care of it when he left for yeah for, whatever yeah. i guess they just didn't come back and take care of it again so back at the compound uh cal finally tells everybody in the whole compound that steve is dead or at least pretty much dead and dying from cancer and that he, he that uh steve told cal that him and sarah are the new uh leaders and they're there to take them into the next generation. Bullshit! Oh, sorry. I had to sneeze. Mm. So, back in Peru, uh, Eddie walks through um, a door in Silas's office, and he finds that hallway from his ayahuasca trip from episode one. What? And he walks down the hallway, just like he did in his ayahuasca trip, and he gets to what? a door. Same door he, he got to in episode one. So back at the compound, Summer, the the dot Eddie's daughter, is uh is up. She's in another room and she's playing with her toy, the invisible ink that uh her dad got her for Christmas. And this was a little bit creepy in a way. Mm-hmm. She's like all by herself and she's writing with this and all over the walls when she lifts up her special light that shows the invisible ink, it says, mm-hmm. "Come home, daddy, daddy, like." Uh, Come back to the light. Uh, I want to see you in the future, Daddy. And we know that the future to them means like uh, after the uh, apocalypse, basically. So sad. Right. She's up. She's upset that her. Not that she can't see her dad now, but that when the apocalypse happens and they go into the garden, as they call it, that she won't be able to see her dad then. Because um, she's a little girl and she doesn't know any better. You know, she's just a little kid. Uh, but she's been brainwashed by this cult. So it is sad. So, um, the security guard comes up to, to Sarah and says, hey, there's somebody out at the front gate that wants to talk to you. Uh, and she goes up there with the security guard, and it's <laughs> Mary's dad at the I front gate. I love this. I love this uh, scene. <laughs> I just love this shit. Yeah. And Mary's dad basically says, "Hey, I'm, I, I don't have anything better to do. You, if you don't give me some money for my daughter, I want you to give her back to me." And Sarah's like, "You want me to pay you for a human being? Like, first of all, that's pretty against the law because that's like human trafficking." But she basically turns her back on him and says, "Like, fuck you. I'm not giving you Mary back." But then he says. I'm gonna. I'll be here just like I was here every other uh, full moon. I don't know why he's coming there just at the full moon, but he says I was here last month. I'll be here next month. And she says, Wait. He's, he's a wolf." I guess so. <laughs> and she says, "Wait, you were here the la- last month, uh, um, a month ago, uh, when all the media and everybody was here." And this is we realize when Cal left the compound with Silas's dead body. And um, Mary's dad came up to the window and Cal had threatened him. Um, And Sarah basically says, you saw Cal? 
And he says, yeah, he threatened me that night. So at this point, Cal or Sarah knows that Cal lied to her about um, not about being drunk and uh, leaving or being in his house and not leaving the compound. So at this point, Sarah, you know, she knows that Cal is is bullshit and everything he's saying is probably a lie. Back in Peru, Eddie find he goes through the door and he finds the hospital bed from his ayahuasca trip so everything in his ayahuasca trip at this point has turned out to be real except that nobody is in this hospital bed it's empty so back of the compound cal goes over to his office and he notices that the window of his door is broken and sarah has broken into cal's office and she's going through his computer and she finds out that he is the one that has been writing the the three, uh, the new three rungs, the final three rungs of the ladder. Dum dum dum. And Cal tells her, like, Steve is dying. He's not coming back. We need to make this work. And she starts to pour a, a glass of whiskey for Cal. Like, what did you get from this, bro? Uh, she wanted control over him. Oh, okay. Which she knows that that is the one thing he can't turn yeah. down. She's gonna. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. All right. I kind of thought of it in a way where she was going like, yeah, I guess that's how I kind of took it too. I thought it in a way where she was kind of like, I own you, or like, uh, I know your vice. And I know your other vices, so yeah. if you do anything against me, then I'm going to use those vices against you. So yeah, in a way, she's controlling. Yeah, yeah, it was going like you're my bitch. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. Uh, and I mean, she takes a drink with him too, so it was kind of like right. a, a, almost like a Godfather scene in a way. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Except it's uh, Sarah playing the Godfather. So, finally, final scene, back in Peru, uh, final scene of the season, Eddie is standing there staring at this empty hospital bed, and he looks over to his left where um, the balcony is, he looks out on over the city, and on the balcony, a man stands up, and you just see behind him. I knew, I knew it was Donald Trump. I knew <laughs> It's Donald Trump, yes. He yes. stands up, and he's afraid of cucumbers, Donald Trump. No, it's Steve, the keeper <gasps> of the light. What? And Steve is there, and he's alive, and he's awake, what? and he's still doesn't look great, but he's in a hospital gown, and Eddie looks over, and they look at each other, and Steve just gives him, like, a little smile, like, yeah. hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been waiting Hi for there. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we go oh. to end credits, the end of oh. season one of The Path. What the end... Uh, it's great because I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I know at some point I was like saying to you like, Oh, what if Steve isn't, isn't dead? What if Steve comes back and yeah, that would totally screw over all of Cal's plans and yeah. everything, but we're going to have to wait for season two to see how that all pans out. So what do you think for season two, Fro? What's your theory? Uh, we are going to have a power play. We need to have a power play between Steve and, uh, Eddie. And Eddie? Oh, oh uh, not Eddie. Uh, Sarah. Carl. Carl. Carl? Cal? Cal and Cal. Eddie? Cal and, and Eddie, yeah. Okay. Where, like, 
Cal has uh, uh, has uh, Eddie's wife by his side, and uh, Eddie has like uh, Steve by his side. So I... those those two factions against each other. I see that too, but I think that. Um... More than likely, Steve will die very early in the, oh, yeah. for, in the next season. But oh, yeah. he will say, you know, I've been waiting for you, uh, Eddie. You're you're yeah. the real keeper of the light. And yeah. he's not going to have very much proof of that except for what uh, whatever he's been given as far as um, information by Steve. So right. he's going to have to kind of battle. That's where the battle's going to be. Like, the true keeper of the light and... The two people that know it's bullshit, but are just doing it for their own personal gain. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, should be an exciting next season. We got a lot of stuff that we haven't gotten to yet, like Allison's husband, where that whole thing's going, and the whole yeah. thing with the money laundering um, and stashing in the Cayman Islands with Cal. Like, where's all that money going? And then we still have to uh, find out what's all going to happen with the wedding and Mary's dad. A lot of storylines still. Yeah, and the funny thing is that we don't know that much about Meyerism either. I mean, we know a lot at this point, so we don't know everything, but we know yeah, a lot. Yeah, we, we don't know, like, their main, what what the, uh, it says in the runs, for example. Well, no, but that's like a giant book, but we, yeah, we don't, we're not 100% sure on a lot of the religion, for sure, but... I don't think it's super important to the story necessarily, but uh, as it goes along. But it it could be cool that we found out more what they actually believe in. I mean, all we have seen uh, from the religion part is more or less uh, the the testing with the apparatus and the prayer. I mean, we know all about uh, the origin and the the trip that w- when Steve originally w- climbed the ladder, we know right. a lot. We know a lot of stuff. So right, we do, We'd, but we don't know what the religion is all about. Almost. I feel like I do, but okay, maybe that's just. Me. But yeah, what a good uh, season! I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this whole thing. Uh, it's Nice to go into a show uh, that's brand new. I mean, that's kind of going to be, I think, the way we do these review segments is it's going to be a new show every time. So, oh, yeah. Yep. I would give this season uh, 8.5 out of 10. I'm going to go higher than that. I'm going to go 9.5. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with this. And with all the intertwining storylines and different characters and the way that they called back to little things from even episode one all the all the way to ep- the very last episode, and it was all intertwined. And there you're, were points where you're like, "How are they going to intertwine this storyline okay. with this sick little girl?" And they actually were managed to like fit that in with all the other complicated stuff going on, and very well written. Let's say that, and that I really appreciate in, in any. I will I will up it to nine, but I'm I I will not go over nine. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying that's the reason I liked it. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. There, there, there are some things that I, I, I think is so-so, but 
Well, uh, I don't know if the storyline with uh, uh, that girl that he met the first time came all through. Uh, who? Uh, Eddie. Eddie met Allison? Yeah, Allison. Well, we got... I mean, at this point, she's rejoining Myrism, so... I know, I know, but... We haven't got to the end, but like I said, uh, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of storylines still to go for the next season. Like, the whole Allison thing is going to be interesting, just because hopefully, now that he's in Peru at the end of this, and we have Steve there, we're hopefully going to find out what happened to Allison's husband, Jason Kemp, in Peru, since now that... Eddie knows what's up, and he's in Peru. He can go do some investigating in the next season. So that should be have good. Have you have you read anything this week? Uh, almost done with Dark Money. Still scary. Everybody go read it. Uh, it's, it's really good. I, it's just something that you need to read to understand. Like you, I, yeah. I can't really describe it other than that. And um, whether you like if you're one of those conspiracy theory buffs you'll love this if you're not a conspiracy theory buff it might make you a conspiracy theory buff so <laughs> i agree with that uh it's uh it's scary and it's really really good uh if, if you want that book for free where could i go that's audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen uh or, go there and get a free book yeah or as still is as it nothing because she's not there. Right. <laughs> uh, next week, she she will. She's just sleeping after a wedding. She was right. in, a, in, in a wedding last night, so. She's yeah, and old. you know how weddings go. People drink. Maybe she got a little twisted and just couldn't make it to the show today, yep. so it's fine. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm fine this week. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you want to plug my fantastic podcast that has gotten its own uh, Facebook group this week. Oh, right. I joined, yeah, I joined uh, uh, Shark's Pond, which is the South Park podcast that Fro and Wrestling Man do. And I have not actually listened to an episode, but I'm going to try it out. Um, I I signed up on iTunes two days ago. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody go to iTunes, look up Another Digital Citizen, sign up for us, on uh, subscribe on iTunes to ours to get um, Another Digital Citizen right away. Yep. And all, when you're on the iTunes store, go look up Shark's Pond, and you'll find uh, that podcast as well. Yeah, and all we talk about is South Park. South Park, all the day. Next week, we are going to talk about news from the week. We are going to play Stump Pro Round 2, because Tiller will be here. We will talk about Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. With and Seamus. We will, with Seamus. And we will finally tell talk uh, people about uh, one of uh, wrestling's most used things, uh, The Secret. And we will talk about The Preacher, Episode 2. What is that guy that is uh, using? Ryback, this? right. Ryback, Which yeah. He is not in WWE anymore, right? Yeah, I believe he quit, so. Yeah, kind of funny. So uh, we will talk about all that next week uh, from Norway. This is Fro. Goodbye, From America, this is Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, citizen. <laughs> <laughs>